Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Grind. I am your host, Colin Morgan, and five days a week, I aim to motivate, educate, and inspire you to live the life of your dreams. I interview some of the most successful and inspiring people, along with sharing insight of my own in order for you to not only be successful in what you're doing, but prosper in business and life. The show is for grinders, people who don't just have dreams, but are willing to lay it all on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome everyone to The Daily Grind. I use the analogy of a stress cup. Okay. When it comes down to the physical, as far as we know now, it's all about controlling stress. As far as we know now. And until your stress is controlled, your metabolism literally won't work. All those hormones you need won't work if you're stressed out. Now that's controlling the stress cup, how much water you put in that stress cup. And when it overflows, you get inflamed. Success comes to those who ask for help and understand they don't have all the answers. People who do things differently and don't continue to make the same mistakes over and over again. If you're tired of making those same mistakes and you are one of those smart people out there, one of those few who understand that you need help, what I am doing is giving away a free 15-minute coaching call to every single one of you on the daily grind so feel free to check out the link book a free 15-minute call i look forward to speaking with you joining us for a second time on the daily grind is mr roy red roy is a performance coach who works with pro college and high school level athletes to dramatically increase tangible measurable and physical results after a realization that he wasn't the person he wanted to become at age 25 He became revitalized and went from homeless and broke to a house owner making over six figures a year. Roy is a speaker, author, and performance coach who works with high-level athletes to change their mindset, to change their performance. For a second time today, Roy joins us on the show, shares some incredible information here that a lot of you are going to enjoy. So as always, be sure to sit back, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and dive deep into today's episode with Mr. Roy Red. Enjoy. Well, Roy Red, welcome back to the Daily Grind. What's happening? What's up, brother? How you doing? How you I guys am doing today? Fantastic. We are all super excited that you're back, man. Man, me too, dude. Um got a lot of people hit me up after the show and everything's just been moving fast and I'm ready to just take it to another level in 2019. Well, I'm sure you are. You're up to big things. Everyone listening, if you want to hear Roy's backstory, um, more about him, be sure to go back and listen to episode 166, Once. where he came on the show, uh, dropped some mega value. He's back mega here. Value. Roy, what's happening in your life these days? What's new? What's exciting? Well, um, still trying to figure out this thing as far as more proactive. You know, my... Uh, big hairy audacious goal is to be the top mental performance coach to athletes to ever lived and um, I've been speaking a lot more the speaking side of my business is really taking off mm-hmm. I'll be on different stages everywhere 
I am speaking at Stanford March 14th at the uh, Stanford Wellness Summit. I'm wow. most excited about that one because uh, my favorite author, uh, Dr. Kelly McGonigal, will be in the audience. So I'm really nervous. <laughs> She's awesome. She wrote uh, The Upside of Stress, and she also wrote um, uh, The Willpower Effect, I believe it is. Yeah. It's the biggest willpower book out there. Gotcha. That's huge, man. Well, big speaking engagements. Like I said, go back, listen to episode 166 about Roy. You can hear all about um, a lot of real gems. But, you know, Roy, what's it like, you know, for people just first introduced to you right now, what's it like working with high performing athletes? Um, honestly, it's like looking at myself. Mm. Um, one, one thing I noticed is in this newer generation, a lot of the guys don't really care for mastery. They don't really understand the focus that it takes because they're so distracted. And me included, I get distracted. I'm on Instagram way more than I need to be. <laughs> um, but um, it's been a struggle um, finding the guys that are interested in mastery. But once you find them, it's like looking in the mirror. It's like looking at myself. It's like these guys ask questions. Um, they just, they just really want that edge and really want to be great. And, uh, I just to drop a big name, give a shout out. Um, I haven't worked with this guy yet, but Cal Kuzma from the Lakers. Yeah. He's like that. He's like that. And I know for a fact, just from, just from hearing, he wants to ask questions and he really wants to be great. And that's the difference between being good or being great, honestly. Yeah, no doubt. And I think it's the same in business and entrepreneurship and no matter what you're doing, right? So for people out there, Roy, being the expert that you're in, um, people out there starting businesses, wanting to break out of what they're currently doing and find that next thing, what are some things that they can do to better their mental state in order for them to start thinking the right way so when that opportunity comes, they can capitalize on it? Um, so there's kind of two routes, uh, that I teach people to take. One is mastering, um, uh, your mind. And what I call that, I call that going to war with your mind. Okay. And these type of people, I'm the warrior. I go to war with my mind where I'll doubt myself, but I'll just keep working even though I doubt myself. Hmm. And then there's another side, what I call sorcery or wizardry. And what that is, is learning to go into a place of literally nothingness, shutting your mind off, get into a state of meditation to where you're so stoic that when you have good times, you're stoic. When you have bad times, you're stoic. You're literally in the, you're literally centered all the time. And I like to feel the happy parts. So I don't take that route, even though I could. Yeah. But when you're, if you get super excited and happy, guess what? That has to be balanced. So eventually you're going to dive and be super sad equally to that happiness. Hmm. But if you, if you know that, if you literally know that's how the mind works, it's this pendulum, then when you do have those sad times or bad times, whatever you want to call it, however we label it, you could just push through. Yeah. And I don't know if I shared this last time, but when I wrote my first book, Every day I sat down to write, literally. Why are you sitting here? Why are you writing? Who's gonna listen to you? 
you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I just kept, and I just kept writing. I just kept writing. Building that muscle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tony Robbins teaches certainty. You yep. got to have certainty or you won't take action. That's, he teaches that warrior side. But you don't need to be certain all the time. Sometimes you could just create and still feel the negative parts or still feel the uncertainty, but just keep creating. Just keep going. Right? Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I feel like by training your mind that way, it's also probably helping you physically as well. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because that's one thing that even I notice. Like for those listening, be sure to follow Roy on Instagram. He not only drops some amazing content, but Roy, you've been, I don't know how long you've been in, but I think I've been following you for a couple of months now. But you're getting huge mm-hmm. into the fitness side of things now. It looks I, like. I always, yeah, I always have been. Yeah. I'm going to create a product just because just I, I'm, I'm a strong guy. I walk around at 4 to 6% body fat because my dad was a trainer. And my dad actually trains pro athletes. But I don't never really wanted to be a trainer or help people on that side. But mm. I feel obligated to help people more with the physical stuff because there's so much crap out there. That I literally, there's literally... I don't know anybody who knows what they're t- talking about on Instagram. I haven't seen anyone. Yeah. Out of all of them, they don't know what they're talking. They, they, they don't. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, the only guy who's really good is PJ Performance. He's a basketball skills trainer. He trains like James Harden. Um, my dad and uh, I am Javon. If you follow I am Javon on, um, he's the CEO of Truly Fit. Those are the only guys that I see who actually know what they're talking about. And that just begins with understanding that we don't know the body. Yeah. We don't understand metabolic processes enough. And with that fact, we have to do some comparing and contrasting with our diets. And so I always say it, all diets are stupid. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So anybody who tells you you should eat a certain way, right off the bat, you should know they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, you know, it's so funny you bring that up because recently you know, I've been hearing a lot about this keto diet and you know, mm-hmm. eating, eating all these different things. I'm like, you know, my body mm-hmm. needs, like, I feel like for myself, my body needs certain things, but then it doesn't exactly. do well with other things. So if a diet's telling me to eat chicken, it's like, dude, I get sick uh-huh. off chicken. I'm not going to eat chicken. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it, de- it depends on who you are and what you're doing. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's real simple. Complex complexity is just simplicity multiplied. You can't live without fats. You can't live without proteins, and you can live without carbs. Mm. So we know we know that carbs is the one that's going to change, but that doesn't mean take the carbs out. Mm. There's no way I can function without a lot of carbs. The way I work out, yeah, and how fast my metabolism is. That's just how I am. But the real issue is people don't know their bodies. They've never been in a state of health to where when they're out of health, they know like, dang that. Like I can eat something in 30 minutes. I could tell that's not good for me. I'm not eating that no more. I could tell I'm inflamed. I can tell that my body doesn't like that thing. Yeah, totally. Well, I can see how this works for you because like, I truly feel like in order to really know the body, you got to know your mind first, right? And you have to understand exactly. that. And that's really what you've been able to master. So I think going over into mm-hmm. the physical side of, th- side of things, it makes a lot of sense because you can kind of implement a lot of those same principles and strategies. Yes. Mm. Um, I'm actually going to be using this concept when I talk at Stanford. I was going over it this last week. But um, I 
use the analogy of a stress cup. Okay. When it comes down to the physical, as far as we know now, it's all about controlling stress. As far as we know now. And until your stress is controlled, your metabolism literally won't work. All those hormones you need won't work if you're stressed out. Now that's controlling the stress cup, how much water you put in that stress cup. And when it overflows, you get inflamed. Mm. But what I do, what I do, and I love this. I just came up with this two days ago. (laughs) I make, I make the cup bigger. Mm, I like that. Linguistics makes the cup bigger while the physical stuff you do is putting water or pouring water out of that cup. I like that a lot. So for people, Roy, who are facing that stress in their lives, what are some things they can do to kind of reduce that? Um, so we'll go to pouring water in and pouring water out. First, you have to know kind of your stress cup level, right? Yeah. You to know so, what you can take. Uh, yeah. So working out takes a little bit of water out of that cup. But working out too hard puts water into the cup. Interesting. Eating bad. Eating bad puts water into the cup. Eating good takes water out of the cup. Um, arguments, your situations in your social life, so many things pour in water and pour water out. And the key is to be balanced to where you don't want that cup overflowing. When it overflows, that's when you get inflamed. And chronic inflammation is where you start to gain weight. Mm. Right? Yep. And so just tangible ways to make the cup bigger, because some of us have lives where it's stress comes with it, especially entrepreneurship. It's just it just comes with the territory. Totally. To make that cup bigger is how you frame um, what you're going through. And so they did this study and you can read about this in uh, Dr. Kelly McGonagall's book. Okay. where they followed these people and they, they asked them, they said, does stress dictate your health? And the people that said yes, they followed them to the end of their lives and the people that said no. Now, here's the key. The people who said, yes, stress does affect your health. The moment they had their highest stress level, they died. Huh. Wow. Right? Okay. And the people who said stress does not have anything to do with your health, they, after their highest stress moments, kept living and lived longer than the people who had said stress does dictate your health. Wow, that's and fascinating. And so... The whole premise of the book and everything I teach, and I I don't even believe this, I'm certain about this, is what you say dictates how you interpret the stress and how you interpret it makes that cup bigger or smaller. Mm. Now, is it just what you say or do you have to somewhat believe it? (sighs) So here's the thing. If you say it and you're a person of integrity... You'll believe it immediately ah, like because it. you're create because you're creating it. Um, a lot of people aren't people of integrity. If you trust yourself, that's what integrity builds. It builds trust in yourself. Then I can say, I promise I'm going to do this, and then I'll do it. Yeah. And um, I talk about this effect in uh, my book, The Unnoticed Advantage. Integrity is trust in self. And when you when you trust yourself, even things that aren't believable, when you say it, you'll believe it 
because your mind goes, oh, everything this guy says, he does. Yes, I love it. I think Ed Milet also, I heard him say recently that it's about keeping promises to yourself. And the more, yes. more you can actually start keeping, the more you can actually start having that integrity is when you start mm-hmm. building that confidence, you would reduce stress and things start coming to you like you want them to. That's exactly what it is. And mm. I put a framework I put a framework in that book called Exalting Your Word, which is holding your word higher than anything, even your actions. Yeah. And I know we always say, um, uh, what do they say about words? Like words are don't really matter or whatever the quote is, but words do matter if you're a person of integrity. Yeah. Words only don't matter to people who don't have integrity. And so that's why I only make three promises towards my goals every day. I only get three things done every day. Yeah. Because if I don't get that fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth thing done, then I lose power. But also, if I do go and I'm not going to be able to get something done, here's the key. All you got to do is communicate it to yourself and to everyone involved. Like Mm. we were going to do this podcast yesterday and you're a man of integrity and you couldn't do it yesterday yeah. so what did you do as soon as you were aware that you couldn't you communicate it with everyone involved you hit me up said i can't do it can we do it tomorrow yes we can boom you kept yourself in integrity just by communicating yeah so true mm-hmm. do you feel like a lot of people are failing at that yes hmm. yes that's the to, I, in my belief that's the only reason why the world doesn't work and people don't work and organizations don't work and the only reason why people aren't in integrity is because they care what people think about them yeah so true so i yeah yeah i call it perceptual bounds or functional bounds okay you have a perception that it's bad if you don't get this done or you mess this up and so You just don't communicate and you don't fix it. You don't go to work on it. And so you, it's, it keeps you out of integrity. So true. And then it builds on top of that, right? Because then you start blaming others for why you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Exactly. Hmm. Instead of just owning up to it, it's back to that analogy of a bicycle wheel. Um, Integrity means to be whole and complete and undivided. So if a, if a bicycle wheel is in, it's funny how I use the analogy bicycle wheel and <laughs> integrity actually increases your willpower. But anyway, ah, I like um, it. I like it. Yeah. As you take spokes out of the middle of the wheel, it loses its integrity and then eventually it won't be able to work. It won't be able to roll. Right. Yeah. The, the, the spokes to a human being is our word. Hmm our word that we give to ourselves and to others. And if we can't do it, you just simply tell everyone involved, hey, I can't do it. Can we reschedule? Or, hey, I can't do it. And I'll never do it. Or when they ask, you just go, no. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't say no because we don't want to seem like an a-hole, but we're just integrity, people of integrity. Yeah. You know, it's I love it because I think you have to say no. Like, I, I do think that that's super important for people to learn that you have to say no because you can't say yes to everything because if it goes back to your analogy of that cup, the more you say yes to, 
the more that cup fills up, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of... And then... It, mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. And then if you don't get it done, then that cup overflows and you actually ah, shake the cup. Yes. Yeah. Now, you, now you need a new cup. <laughs> then you stop answering their text messages. You don't answer their calls and you're trying to run from them. And then you make excuses and justifications on how, oh, they're selfish. They want me to help them. I don't got the time. But yeah. you could have easily just hit them up and tell them, hey, bro, hey, lady, I, I can't get this done until this time or I can't get this done at all or no. Yeah, that's so true. Just keep your word, everyone. I think it's super important. And, you know, I think, Roy, too, I had done a, a show on this, I think, a few days ago or even last week. It was about, like, the first thing you have to do is be super honest with yourself about where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Because until you do that, you can't really move forward. That cup's just going to continuously just keep overflowing and overflowing. But once you take ownership, I think now you can start at a place of, okay, we're here. I did all of this. This is what I'm going to do in the future. Let's move forward. And it's it's hard to – actually, it's not hard. I'm going to give a distinction and make it easier. But And for most people, it's hard to admit where you are, right? So you hard. Know, like Goggins – like Goggins said, if you're fat, you got to just say, hey, I'm fat. Look in the mirror. <laughs> okay. Okay. Copy that. I love that guy. He's like, okay, copy I love that. Him. Let's get to it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but here's the thing. The reason why it's hard for us to do that is because of the whole concept of good and bad. Hmm. And I don't know anybody's faith, but we were made in the, um, we were made in the uh, imperfection. And so we needed a guidance system so that we could see our own perfection and we wanted to witness our own perfection. And I think that guidance system turned into this whole concept of good and bad and right and wrong, where good and bad and right and wrong are judgments. they're, They're not an actual reality. And so if you think something is bad, it's not good or bad. You're just saying that your experience of it is is bad Mm. and so once you realize that nothing's good or bad or right and wrong um more correctly there are things that are incorrect and not correct rather than right and wrong then you just realize oh hey you know i'm overweight i'm fat it's not a bad thing it is what it is okay copy that let's get to it and then you can choose to be better or or I don't, don't even like that word. You can choose to lose weight or choose not to. You're not affected by right or wrong or good or bad. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, I heard, I think this goes right along with what you're saying, Roy, is I recently heard someone talk about like motivation and inspiration. So like motivation is something that you have for a short period of time. Inspiration is something you have a little bit longer. It's like a sunburn. Mm-hmm. Lasts, it lasts a little bit longer. But then there's mm-hmm. like aspirations and it's like mm-hmm. what you aspire to be. And I think that's what you're talking about because that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a choice. Motivation yeah. is a decision. And if we look at the etymon of the word decision, the, end that, the ending of that word is side. And look at all the other words that come with that. Uh, mm. Homicide, suicide, right? And so when we think of a decision, we think we're picking one side and we're killing the other side because the other side is bad. 
But what happens is when you kill another side, you're just putting it in your unconscious and it's always going to swing back on a pendulum. Wow. But if you choose, if you choose, you're not killing one side, you're making the other side okay. So it has no effect on you. So you could just choose to, when you look at some candy or a brownie, you can choose to eat it or not to. But when you start thinking that I should make a decision because it's bad or good to eat it, then you're back on that pendulum. And then guess what? You don't eat it sometimes. And sometimes you're not. And sometimes mm. you're messing up. And sometimes you're, you, you, you're doing good. But when you take a choice and you allow the, the whole to be there and be okay, just choose the side that you want and it's okay. Yeah. I needed to do this podcast before I ate some chocolate today, Roy. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting there after dinner. We got chocolate around the house. I'm like, ah, uh-huh. let, me just, let me just get a little piece of that right there. That looks pretty good I, to me. I'm like, shit, I should have thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right to eat chocolate. Yeah, I, so me, like, I have a real addictive personality. Yeah. And so if I eat one piece of chocolate, the whole day is a wrap. Um, chocolate donuts everything but one, no one way i do to kind of control it is i have my cheat day to keep yeah. my leptin hormone high uh so saturdays is like my day to really just go off yeah and just be a be a glutton and and, then, and it just it's just great right? and it tastes so much better because i went the whole week without sugar <laughs> what's your what's your cheat day meals like when when saturday rolls around what are you looking forward to on saturday Oh man, pancakes! Pancakes, I love pancakes. Really? So what I'll do is I'll wake up those days, and I'll hit the I'll hit the gym on an empty stomach, and then right after I'll eat six eggs and six pancakes. Damn. And then later on, maybe like some candy, <laughs> and donuts and milk. Is you know, it gets it gets bad that day. And just to just to touch on the physical aspect of that, um, when we don't eat carbs, yes, we lose weight. But carbs help us create what's called leptin. And leptin uh, is like king to burning fat, right? Really? Okay. It's king to burning fat. So having that one cheat day once a week, I'm upping my carbs 100% one day. And yeah. so it's like tr- it's tricking my body to where my body goes, oh, hey, we're getting a bunch of carbs. Please release leptin, even though during the week I'm starving my carbs ah ah that's yeah. interesting that makes that, a lot of sense that's my secret that's my secret for that four percent four percent right there so is the course that you're creating for fitness is it going to be focused a lot on what we're talking about here as opposed to like roy red on a stair climber with that music in the background <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's going to be all hormones ah. because like i think about it, if you take steroids you can sit on the couch and gain muscle why is that? Because of the hormones. So it's going to be strictly getting your insulin under control, your testosterone higher, estrogen lower if that's what you need, and um, and controlling cortisol. And once once all that stuff's going, and your the the concept is called metabolic flexibility, hmm. like um, keto, they say you should be burning fat and whatever. What we really want is the ability to burn everything. When I so burn true. when I need to burn the carbs, I have it there. When I need to burn the fat, I have it there. And my body uh, partitions each fuel and whatever 
event or whatever I'm doing at that time, right? Yeah. So that's the real key, I think. And um, just just teaching people how to use their hormones and what supplements to take because you, you can't get it all from food and we don't have the time, especially entrepreneurs. So yeah, totally. I don't know what supplements to take as well. Yeah. When uh, when's that going live? When are you going to be done that course? I'm going to be done with that February first. I'm going to go live live. So you guys awesome. hit me up Instagram. You know what? Whoever hits me up from this podcast who wants that, guess what? They can have it. Ah, look at that, everyone. You're going to get it. For, no way. You're giving it away? You can have it. You can <laughs> have it. Because you know what's going to happen? They're going to get it, and they're going to be like, wow, this is better than anybody out there, and they're going to share it, and it's just going to build up anyway. No doubt. I know it will. So everyone be sure. I'll, I'm going to drop it. We'll we'll share it again February 1st when the podcast comes out. Follow him on Instagram. Perfect. I'm telling you, it's motivation enough. I'm doing, I'm starting to do a little pull-ups here, Roy. But then I see you in the gym with like 200 pounds across your waist. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I gotta step up my game. Yeah, 100 a day, bro. <laughs> for the last 30 days, it's killing me. Jesus. I'm, I'm trying to break that world record, a couple world records. So. Oh man, well I'm sure you're gonna get there, Roy. Other than uh-huh. Instagram, say for that uh, the big topic you got coming up at Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Are people going to be able to check that out? Is that going to be a live event, or is that something where it comes out after and you'll share it? It'll come out after, and I'll share it. They're going to videotape it, and I'm also going to have my camera guy go with me as well. Um, I'm actually taking five people with me. Three of them are inside of my uh, Unbounded Inner Circle coaching group. And um, if you guys hit me up, I'm still looking for two more people to take with me. You guys just want to go watch, connect with uh, all of the people at Stanford and such. I'm sure people will. Everyone, be sure to follow Roy on Instagram for daily content, daily updates. Um, we'll share all this stuff when his course comes out February 1st. We'll share all the links. Obviously, you're going to want to grab a copy of his book. Go back, listen to episode 166 to learn about Roy's backstory, what got him here today. Now, Roy, the way we're going to end the show here, you know the drill. I'm going to leave, give you the floor you have the opportunity to share with the audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought that we can all go home with today. Oh my gosh, the thought of the day, and I've been thinking about this all week, is there's this whole idea of self-care going around that I think is doing a disservice to everyone. And that whole idea came from William Maslow because Maslow created the hierarchy of needs, obviously, what said you have to have your own survival stuff before you could ever strive to help others Mm. and i don't believe in that i believe that right now today we can make the decision to help others right now if you listen to all your favorite gurus experts and influencers they all had a moment where they got out of their own survival and they just decided to help others and that was the thing that took them to the top it's not about your self-care God has given you the gifts. He has given you the strengths. He has given you the desire and the ambitions so that you can help the totality of the world, help everybody else. And if you go straight to the top of Maslow's pyramids, where he calls transcendence, and just answer this question, if I had all of my goals and desires today, what would I do to contribute to others? Mm. And start doing that and start actually contributing to others. I promise you everything else in the pyramid will come to you in abundance. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about 
helping others because we all got something inside of us that'll take us to a next level and help the world as a whole. So please, please, please take your gift, take your take your desires, take everything and and don't be selfish and help the world. Love it. What a, can't find a better way to end the show. And as you can see from this interview, everyone, success is driven by passion, hunger, and today, integrity. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Today, again, for a second time, we were lucky enough to speak with the amazing Roy Red. Roy, I want to thank you so much again for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. The pleasure is all ours. Everyone, if you like today's episode, you found value in it, hit the subscribe button, drop us a comment, share it with your friends. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Yeah.